Hello, good morning, and happy Wednesday, my friend. Today we are talking about why you are wasting your time on social media and what to do about it. Now, this is an overall blasphemous episode stating that social media is bad and it's the devil. What this is going to dive into is the way that you are actually using it is completely wrong for how you're going to grow your business. You see, I don't know about you, but in my world, it was a numbers game, social media. Right? How many followers could I have on Instagram? Right? Was there a magic way for me to get that fancy blue check saying I was a verified account? How quickly could I go out and add people to my Facebook page to make sure I hit the 5,000 limit? What could I do to trump up and make sure I was a top person inside of LinkedIn? Do any of these sound familiar to you? Maybe it was just me. I know it wasn't, but I'll say it was. Make, make you maybe feel a little bit better. You see, what's happened inside of social media has been this correction that has been going on behind the scenes for quite some time. And it's been a correction that maybe only I'm experiencing. You see, as I pulled back from certain social media channels, specifically Instagram, and I pulled back from Instagram because of really three specific reasons. Reason number one, I don't believe that the majority of my ideal client, i.e. my avatar, I do not believe they spend the majority of their time on Instagram, and if they do, they're not in a mindset to make a buying decision. Second reason is between buying friends, buying followers, uh, what would be three and a half or four years ago, and paying two different services for what I was told, and services would really be inappropriate, two different quote-unquote agencies, to help increase the reach of my content, I realized that all those followers were trash. And so my engagement's throttled. It's not really there. And the third reason is because I believe we should focus on one specific content delivery mechanism and truly weaponize it. Have it all the way dialed in. Know all the math and metrics and then be able to hand it off to somebody to help us scale it inside of business before we jump into another one. And so I pulled away from Instagram heavily, right? I haven't posted on there on my wall since sometime in June or July. But now let's shift and talk about Facebook and LinkedIn, right? I look at them as almost one and the same for how I use them. You see, again, if I'm going to operate under the assumption that you are a little bit like me and just wanted numbers. And while it's great to have numbers, it's only great to have numbers if those people meet your ideal avatar. And this is a polarizing conversation. This next little part is probably going to ruffle some feathers. Which I'm alright with because it works. You see, I had a, a shift in my mind a few months ago. And I stopped looking at social media as a way to connect with people. And I started looking at it as a way to connect with my people. And when I say my people, there's a certain type of person that I am best capable of serving. If I look at it across the board, they're 30 to 45 year old men and women. They're involved in relationships. They're looking to live a better version of life. And that could mean make more money, have more time, 
get dialed in better with their relationship. It's somewhere across the board. Those are the things. But there were a lot of people that I was following on social media that didn't meet that criteria. And inevitably, there still are. This is an ongoing process. But they weren't my customer. They weren't my client. They weren't my tribe. And so I did the unthinkable. I started unfriending them. And if they asked to be my friend going forward, someone in a comparable vein, I declined it. And I get messages a few times, probably a month, uh, people asking why I didn't accept their friend request. As crazy as that sounds, like why didn't you approve it? The answer is very, very simple. You're not my ideal client. You see, I know inside of social media, you might have an extended family that you care about and you want them to right, be able to interact with you and your family, right? See what's going on inside your life. Keep those people around. But the, for the rest of the world, right, the second and third tier friends that maybe you went to high school or college with that you haven't spoken to in years that you probably will never speak to again, and you live vicariously through staring at their pictures like it's magically going to change your life when all it is is a highlight reel, is pointless. Especially if you're a small to mid-sized business owner looking to propel yourself forward, you're wasting time. You see, in modern-day marketing, every person that I know touts, go get yourself a ClickFunnels account, learn how to buy some Facebook ads, drive traffic. That is the way to grow a business. I'm sitting here. And only the past two and a half months have I bought any ads. The entire past almost two years of this business have been grown based off this microphone and a podcast, which certainly has value, and organic social reach. And that organic social reach, for the majority of that time, was not done in the most efficient manner. Right, so I started pulling out the people that weren't engaged. I started pulling out the people that didn't meet my ideal client avatar. I stopped looking at it as though I care what, you know, Tim Johnson from South Dakota is doing in his spare time. The only reason I care about Tim Johnson from South Dakota is if he happens to meet my client criteria. <clears throat> but that also holds true inside the LinkedIn world, right, which is the next entry point for me personally. If you're not using LinkedIn, I'm going to heavily encourage you to consider diving into it. Because LinkedIn still allows a lot of unique demographic information that other social media platforms don't. And with that standpoint being in mind, I'm able to actually know who I'm connected with. Right? I thought it was a numbers game. I start out with 7,000 connections inside of LinkedIn. And I had everything from mortgage brokers to fashion designers to car salesmen and everything in between. And wouldn't you know, none of those people are my ideal client. So I started eliminating them. And as I eliminated them, I used some software to reach out and begin to only target the people that meet my ideal client. Now I'm saying all this and don't get it mistaken. I'm not asking these people to join a social network with me and then direct messaging them and encourage them to buy my product or service. That is truly preposterous. I actually had a conversation with an individual this week 
via via Facebook, Facebook Messenger. And I want to make sure not to paraphrase what I believe to be a powerful message for you as you're listening. You see, there was a message that I received on Tuesday at 7.40 p.m. Right, so inevitably, this man might not listen to the show. He might not have ever truly interacted with me on a deep level because after 7 o'clock, I'm pretty much shut down. But he messaged me, hey, brother, can you invite your friends to like the wife's foodie Instagram and Facebook? Go to Savory Suite, etc., and hit community and then invite friends. And then he posted a screenshot of the page and then eventually followed up with, I'm following your page, by the way, with a crying, laughing emoji. Now, I'd never had a previous conversation with this individual before this moment. This is almost as bad as getting pinged by people from Primerica asking me if I'm looking to you know, jump into an exciting new financial services career. There's no warm-up. There's no conversation. So I wait a couple of days and, man, I, I, need, to, I need to lean in here. I need to do something because this man looks to be a little bit younger. And maybe there's a, a chance for an opportunity for growth. Maybe there's a lesson here. So I said to him, his name, while I appreciate your direct nature, how is this working out for you? He's confused by this and responds back with, what working out for me, question mark? To which I say, direct messaging people who you have had very little to potentially no interaction with, asking them to do something for you. I said, I haven't had much success. We've talked before once. It's been a long time, though. I didn't think it was a problem. I tell you about a page. Right? Instantly, every person that I call out like this gets defensive. Right? Think about yourself. Would you be defensive? How would you respond to this? Or to me, that defensive nature is because they know they've done something that's kind of outside the scope of what we assume to be appropriate for use of social media. So they want to lash back. But I, I respond with, it's not a problem at all. I'm simply leaning into something that I see happen all too often. A blind message that says, hey, do this thing for me, please, with no warm-up. I don't see it, very, I don't see it work very often. But yet I seem to get two to three a day. So I always ask, is that actually working? To which most people get offended or say no. And we go back and forth, right? I don't want to belittle the, the nature of this conversation, but it takes its twists and turns where this individual says, yeah, I guess I should it off with something a little more as, hey, my wife started up a food blog, obviously showing that he's still missing it. And so I share with him what I'm going to share with you. That works on every platform if it's genuine. It's okay to systematize growth. I actually think it's healthy. As long as it's from a genuine place of adding value and service to people. Right, so in this particular situation, I love the fact that his wife has started a food blog. I don't know anything about him or his wife or the food or anything about it. But I believe that conversions happen in conversations now. There's a market correction coming that's pushing away from having ClickFunnels accounts and having no interaction and being felt like you're scammed and skeeved into a, a new product or service. 
People want to be cultivated, right? The days of being able to marry people on the first date, if you will, are long gone. So conversations have to have happen. And so if you're going to have a conversation, it should be an organic and normal flow, something that would happen over the course of, say, two to three days. And along that lines, it starts very simply with, hey, person's name. I don't know if you remember me or not. I know we're both busy, and I certainly don't expect you to recall every conversation. That is if you have actually at some point spoken to the person. If you haven't spoken to the person, don't lie. There's no reason. So just in case, we spoke about 18 months ago. I appreciated this thing about our conversation, right? If you actually spoke to somebody and you actually cared enough to reach out to them to eventually ask them to do something for you, you should be able to recall a moment in time that you spent with them. From that point, right, you share something that's advantageous about their life. Meaning, you know, I see you growing. I see you shaking up the business world, right? You're going to have to actually spend some time to scroll through their page. Just want to say it's an honor to watch you from afar. I saw this article and I wanted to share it with you. I thought it might add some value for you. Let me know what you think. And you share an article that has nothing to do with you as the person sending the original message. You send an article that's relevant to the person that is reading it, i.e., you added value to their lives. From that point, maybe they read it, maybe they don't. Maybe they share the feedback, maybe they decide not to. It doesn't much matter. A day or two in the future, you can respond back with, if they didn't read the article, hey, looks like you're super busy. Didn't hear back from you about that article. That almost always elicits some sort of response at this point. Then we can start to have an additional conversation. Right? I'm curious to know more about your business. What are the things that you're doing to grow it right now? What, what are you doing to grow your personal life? Something that elicits conversation without selling what you have to offer. You're not there yet. You haven't earned the trust. Stop trying. And so you poke back and forth and you figure out a flow of a conversation that makes sense to the person on the other side. And then eventually, over the course of a few days, invite them to a short, very quick and simple, individualized 15-minute phone call. And this phone call is held in such a way that it's a brainstorming session to see if there's things that you know how to do that would impact that person's business. Right? So now you've earned trust over two or three days. Maybe it's a week. Maybe it's longer. And not everybody's going to book the phone call because they think you're going to sell them something. I very clearly throughout my messaging say, I don't have something I'm going to sell you. It's not going to happen, so don't worry about it. Over and over and over again. We have the 15-minute phone call in this sort of lead generation way. Once a 15-minute phone call is done, I'm able to send them typically PDFs I've created, content that I've created, as well as third-party information, things not for me or my business, that will also help solve their problem. I still haven't asked them to spend money yet. After that's all done, and I can see from Facebook Messenger or from LinkedIn that they've read the comments, they've read the conversation, now it's time 
to say, hey, I would love to hop on a solution call if you have 30 minutes. I have some customized things that I think might really help propel you forward. Now is when you have the opportunity to eventually get into a place that you may be able to offer your good and service if it feels appropriate. All this is much, much easier when you have the right people in your tribes. Right? So if you're following people, don't follow other related people to your industry inside of LinkedIn. If you're a real estate agent, the worst people you could possibly have as connections are real estate agents. If you're a car salesman, the worst thing you can do on LinkedIn is have car salesmen. Like, you don't need them. They're not going to buy from you. Same thing inside of Facebook. Same thing inside of Instagram. Russell Brunson has a a statement that he shares in some of his books, right? A red ocean versus blue ocean principle. And a red ocean principle would be, right, there's, you throw some, throw a piece of meat in the water, bunch of sharks come up, there's blood everywhere, right? Every, all the sharks swim to it. The entire part of that ocean is blood red. It's everywhere. But if you went somewhere where there are no sharks, where there's no activity, it'd just be blue ocean. You want to hunt in the blue ocean. That's where your clients are. That's where there is market opportunity. But that is also why the conversation of niching down or being incredibly specific in your avatar is easier to attract the right people. Let's say that real estate agents are your ideal client. Well, which type of real estate agents? Commercial? Residential? Leasing? Short sale? Foreclosure? Let's say you figure that out. How successful do you want the real estate agents to be? Right, Everybody in real estate says they've won some sort of award or the top 1% producers. I get all those things, but there's ways to track and see where people are at. And You might not want to work specifically with the top 1%. And what age range? And how do you want to interact with them? And what value can you bring to their life? That makes it easier to only target and only bring those people into your ecosystem. And then from there... Add actual value to people's lives. It's a novel concept, but incredibly impactful. All these things I train on and I coach on inside the S7 business system. I have no problem self-promoting on this show. These are the things that make the difference between where you're at and where you want to get to. When you lack the systems and structure and the knowledge to execute on this, it feels laborious to grow how much better would it be to grow your business if it was fun and enjoyable and it felt simple and easy there's actually a way to do all that then right at so much of this comes from the mindset based around sales and psychology but also the stuff i've learned inside the human potential institute Right, Having that presence of awareness to be able to put myself in someone else's position to understand what they're going through in the moment as I'm reaching out to them has allowed an entirely different set of rules that I get to play the game of business and life by. If you're interested in what that can mean for you, check out humanpotentialinstitute.com forward slash optimize for more information on the programs. The programs across the board are really revolutionary for being able to have it be more than just coaching, right? Empathy is a real thing, especially as you get into sales. 
Those things will have a massive impact for you and will allow you to view this entire thing that you're going through much differently. So my encouragement for you is going to be, number one, start unfriending people. Get rid of the people. And this isn't, don't do the thing of posting on your wall, I'm going to clean up my friend account in the next three days. And so if you want to stay on my list, comment below. Who cares? Why are you allowing other people to dictate who you connect with? It should be you driving the bus, making sure you only have the right connections around you. When you get clear on that and you eventually start to have conversations with people, slow roll it. Take your time. You're not getting married overnight. Look at things as a at least a seven-day sales cycle in which you're not even maybe selling. You're just getting them into an ecosystem where you can cultivate them into buyers in the first 28 days, which I also have a system for that I would love to teach you and show you. You're just going to have to invest a little bit. You're going to have to email me, ryan at ryanidell.com, for more information. If you just implement those two things and were ruthlessly committed to them, you would start seeing bigger results. From that standpoint, I'm Ryan Nidell, wishing you truly unlimited success.